ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the first episode of December 2023 and the final episode of the semester for the St. Ambrose University Sports Radio Show, Schistel Speaks Sports, here on KALA HD 2, 106.1 FM. I am your host, Ryan Schistel, as always, and today's date is December 7th of 2023. It was an absolutely beautiful day here on the campus of St. Ambrose University and in the general Quad Cities area. I mean, normally... At this time of the year, you know, you're expecting heavier winter jackets, pants, jeans, whatever you want to wear. But, I mean, I know myself as well as all of my roommates and a lot of other people on campus. It was a day that we broke out the shorts once more and have been just kind of hanging out as if it was a normal fall day. Um, So, absolutely beautiful way. What a beautiful way to, you know, end the semester here at St. Ambrose. But, you know what hasn't ended? St. Ambrose University Sports. And this episode should be a really fun one. And we are going to start it out tonight by talking about the Red Hot Fighting Bee Bowling teams. In the wide world of St. Ambrose Bowling, the Fighting Bees men's and women's teams competed in their final tournament of the fall 2023 semester. Both teams took on the Warhawk Open from Addison, Illinois. And, you know, both of these teams have had a very strong year so far. And the Warhawk Open was truly no different for either one of these teams, which is always good to see. So let's break it down. For the St. Ambrose women's bowling team, it was a second-place finish out of the 22 teams who competed in the field. As a team, the Bees scored a total of 8,030, which put them in fourth place. Individually, the Fighting Bees had two bowlers in the top 15. Marissa Bills came in seventh individually with an average of 191.8 on the tournament. Aaron Williams was close behind in 12th place for the Fighting Bees with an average of 187.2 in the tournament. The Fighting Bees entered the top 8 tournament as the 4th seed, but went on a run. In the first round, the Bees beat number 5 St. Xavier University in 4 games after tying the first. Then, in the semifinals, the Bees beat top-seeded Mount Mercy in 2 of 3, but fell in the championship to Davenport University. With that, the Bees come in second, and like I said, you know, they come in fourth uh, if you look at the team stats, but due to the fact that they made the championship in that final eight tournament uh, at the end of the Warhawk Open, that's how the Bees come in second. For the men's team, it was a sixth place finish out of the 24 teams in the field. The Bees scored a total of 8,921 points as a team and had two bowlers in the top 15, just like the women's team. In 11th place, it was Devin Richards who bowled a tournament average of 211.7, and it was Zach Green in 14th place with an average of 207.3 in the Warhawk Open. Entering the eight-team tournament as the sixth seed, the Bees fell in the first round to the number three-seeded Calumet College of St. Joseph. With those second and sixth-place finishes, the Fighting Bees have ended their fall season for St. Ambrose Bowling. Both of these teams had extremely strong seasons this spring, or this fall, I should say. And it was really nice to see a team perform well throughout the full year. Uh, The Fighting Bees team will be competing in the spring again, but... You know, just looking back on this fall uh, semester, every time I've talked about bowling, and I didn't talk about bowling in every single episode, but every time I did, 
I will say this. It was always a top five, top six finish for either one of the bowling teams. So very nice to see that these teams are, you know, on a roll, and I cannot wait to talk about them when they return to play around mid-January. The next sport I have to talk about is the SAU track and field teams. Now, this track and field team competed in their first meet of the year, the Frigid B Invite, from the WRC on campus of St. Ambrose University on Saturday. For the men's team, it was a first-place finish, ending with 134 points out of 17 events. For the women's team, it was a third-place finish, scoring 86.5 points in the 16-event day. Now, both of these teams performed very well as a team, and the teams weren't even necessarily at full strength. I know some people are injured already in the year. Uh, Some people just weren't able to throw, especially on the thrower's team at this meet. So it's very interesting to see, you know, these B's teams coming in first and in third, and they're not even at full strength. So very excited to see how this team continues to perform throughout the rest of their indoor and outdoor seasons come the spring. Individually, the Bees also had very good success. Alex Seifert punched his tickets to Nationals already, meeting A standard with a throw of 15.88 meters. Anna Miller also met the A standard for Nationals qualifying with her throw of 13.86 meters. Both national qualifiers happened in the shot put competition, and then also for St. Ambrose, junior Kyle Yule also PR'd in the shot put with a throw of 15.08 meters. So this throws team last year was extremely strong. I will say that. And it seems just based off of that alone, you know, if you already have two uh, members, one from both the men's and women's team, um, already qualifying for nationals in the A standard, not even only in the B standard, I think that shows that this team is going to have very good success moving forward and Jonah Wilson, one of the B's better throwers in the past couple of years, wasn't able to throw. So it's going to be very interesting to see how these teams come out and perform once more. Um, they do have a meet this week, but I'll get into that in a little bit more because we've got some more to talk about. But I will say, when it comes to the throwing teams and the field teams in St. Ambrose track and field, watch out because these are the teams that you do not want to be messing around with if you are the competition. On the track Three Bs broke school records. First off, it was Nick Norton who broke the 60-meter school record with a time of 6.89 seconds in the finals. Then Will Reemsma continued his legendary St. Ambrose career by breaking the 300-meter sprint school record. His time of 34.82 seconds not only breaks the SAU school record, but he is also now number two all-time in the NAIA. Finally, Gabby Butler broke the women's 300-meter school record with a time of 40.5 seconds. Like Reemsma, Butler has had an extraordinary career here at St. Ambrose, and with that time of 40.54 seconds, she is also now sitting in second place all-time in the NAIA for the women's 300-meter sprint. So, you know, just once again, looking at this, unbelievable. It is your first meet of the entire year, you know, St. Ambrose uh, track and field had an intra squad. That's all they've really had leading up to this. And just like that, you're performing unbelievably. So very excited to see how these two teams continue. And they will be returning to action tomorrow and Saturday 
for the finals week invite from the WRC here on the campus of St. Ambrose University. Good luck to the bees, and hopefully you can bring home some top, some top finishes. Now the final sport I have to talk about for the first half of this uh, evening's episode is swimming and diving. Looking at the swim and dive teams, the Fighting Bees had a meet from the Central Natatorium here in Davenport. For the men's team, it was a fifth win in a row, defeating Midland by a score of 218-49. to For the women, it was also a win by a score of 198-49. to In terms of dual meets, it's win number two in a row for the women. Essentially, looking at the stat sheets from the swimming and dive meets, uh, against Midland, the Bees won almost every single event, which is unbelievable, and it's something that you know these teams need to be very proud of because it is impressive, to say the least, that these teams are able to win almost everything in their competitions. So good luck to them moving forward. Just like the bowling teams, the swimming and diving teams are done for the fall semester, and it's always a good way to go out on a win. Coming up next for the swimming and diving teams, on Monday, January 1st, the Bees will be heading to Phoenix, Arizona for the Phoenix training trip. So not actually competing, it doesn't seem, more so just training, but Spending New Year's in Phoenix, Arizona, and not in a cold Quad Cities area or, you know, Chicago, anywhere else around the Midwest, sounds kind of nice. Phoenix, beautiful area. I went there over spring break last year, so I know it. It's warm, and I am kind of jealous now looking at that, that these two teams are going to be basking in the summer, well, the winter sun, when we are all probably going to be freezing in the Midwest. But that is going to do it for the first half of tonight's episode of Schistel Speak Sports here on KALA HD2 106.1. When I return in just a couple of minutes after this quick station break, it will be wrestling and basketball talk for St. Ambrose University. Don't touch that dial because this is the place to be on your Thursday evening. You're listening to Schistel Speak Sports on KALA HD2 106.1. If you're like most people, you've got a calendar to help you stay organized or a day planner or some PDA you're still figuring out how to use. And it helps keep track of the anniversaries and birthdays that our overworked brains can't remember. That way we know exactly when things will happen and how long we can put off making arrangements for them. But there are some things in life that we can't put on our calendar because we don't know when they'll happen, if at all. Like some sort of household emergency or a disaster or even a fire. But when it does, the time to prepare for it has already passed. So get together with your family today and prepare for the unexpected by establishing a family disaster plan with help from your local Red Cross. That way you'll all know exactly what to do in the event of an emergency, where to go, who to call, how to help each other. But do it today so you won't get caught by surprise tomorrow. When we come together, we become part of something bigger than us all. To find out how to make your family disaster plan, visit redcross.org. The American Red Cross. Together, we can save a life. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. 
It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty me. scary, Ryan, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head no up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime, and your family serves a sentence with you. Gun crimes hit home. A public service announcement brought to you by Iowa's Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. For generations, African-American women have been center stage in the lives of their families, taking on strong leading roles as providers and caretakers. We applaud you, darling, but there are times when we need support and care especially when a stressful disease like Alzheimer's strikes. Caring for someone with Alzheimer's takes its toll. So take care of yourself, see your doctor, and contact the Alzheimer's Association at 800-272-3900. We're there to give you support and to put the spotlight on you. The KALA website is your one-stop spot to find out more about your favorite radio station. Submit a public service announcement, catch up on news about KALA, and listening to any of our three stations, 885-1061 or The Stinger, is just a click away. Visit KALAFM.org. That's KALAFM.org. and K291BP Bettendorf at 106.1 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the studios of KLA HD2 106.1. This is the second half of the St. Ambrose University Sports Radio Show. Schistel Speaks Sports, and as always, I am your host, Ryan Schistel. In the first half of the episode, it was bowling, track and field, and swim and dive talk. Now, in the back half of the episode, it's wrestling, basketball, and then I'm just going to throw in a bit of a fall semester recap of the different sports that have taken place. Let's start things off with wrestling. The Bees traveled to Grand Rapids, Michigan for the Blythe Memorial Duels, and it was an event that I'm sure the Bees wish they just could have done a bit better in. On Friday, the Bees went 1-2, falling to UW Eclair, beating Midway and losing to Grand Valley State University. In the matchup with Midway, the Bees took 6 of the 10 weight classes, winning by a final score of 29-21. On Saturday, the Bees took one of three matches again, only beating Northwestern Iowa by a score of 27-25. to The Bees and Northwestern split five weight classes apiece, but the Bees were able to get the win via the type of win and the amount of points granted for the results. The Fighting Bees wrestling team will be back in action on the 15th and 16th from Reno, Nevada. Good luck to the Bees. 
Now for basketball. On Saturday, the women's basketball team's losing streak extended to five games as they fell to Holy Cross by a score of 94-65. to In that one, it was not great, but three, re- three starters did reach the double-digit mark in terms of points. But Caitlin Thole wins my B of the game honors with a final stat line of 16 points, 13 rebounds, a steal, and two blocks. Then, just last night, the Bees fell once more to the College of the Ozarks in Missouri. The Bees lost that game by a score of 74-52. to Looking at it once more, it was not a game, it was not a game to remember for many Bs as the starters really didn't even put up that many points. Looking at it, you only put up 32 points in the starting five, and then you put up oh, actually, I'm sorry, my math is wrong. They put up 42 points in the starting five and put up 10 more off the bench, but I'm going to have to give my B of the game honors to, I will give it to Abby Walter, 16 points, six rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block, and she did have two personal fouls, but nevertheless, it was a pretty good game. She went seven for 17 from the field and two for four from the charity stripe. Another Honorable mention, but I didn't want to give it to her twice in a row, is Caitlin Thole, 11 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, and 3 personal fouls. As a team, the Fighting Bees shot 21 for 64 from the field and 5 of 18 from beyond the arc. The Bees also went 5 for 10 on field goal or on free throws, so 50% from the charity stripe, 27.8% from beyond the arc, and 32.8% from the field in total. Looking at the College of the Ozarks, there were a few members of that team that really could not be stopped, but the biggest name in the game, probably Logan Jones, 21.7 rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. Kaylee Frank also had a great game for the Ozarks, putting up 19 points, four rebounds, and assist, two steals. So overall, the Fighting Bees now fall to 0-6 on the year, and they also sit at 0-3 in the CCAC. The next game for this women's team will be at Calumet on Saturday with tip-off scheduled for 1 p.m. from Whiting, Indiana, as that is, excuse me, as that is a conference game and it would be the first conference win and just the first overall win in the Zach Exume era for the women's basketball team. That first win elusive so far in the beginning of the season, but have no fear and don't have any doubt. Eventually that first win will come. I am sure of it. For the Fighting Bees men's basketball team, It was just one game last night as they lost to Missouri Baptist by a score of 92-82. to The B of the game of this one was Will Spriggs, who came off the bench. Spriggs totaled 21 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal in his senior season campaign. For the 5-4 overall and and 2-1 in conference men's team, their next game is also a Saturday game against Calumet from Whiting at 3 o'clock. 
Good luck to both of the B's teams in those. So, like I kind of said, to close out the episode, we're going to do a bit of a fall recap of a bunch of the different sports going on. And we are going to start it off with the sport that was called most frequently on KALA. It was the football team. The football team is led by Vince Phillip, who is in his second year as the head coach of the SAU football team. Fighting Bees go 1-9 and nine on the year and 1-4 and four in the MSFA Midwest League. The season started off with a narrow 37-34 loss on the road against Taylor, Indiana from Upland. And that was a game that the Bees lost, but there was a lot of hope. After that game, you could kind of tell it just throughout the whole student body. But after that, it was losses to Wisconsin Stout, Upper Iowa, Siena Heights, and Indiana. Uh, I'm sorry, St. Francis of Indiana. Um, that really, all of a sudden, all of those losses were a few where it hurt, and you could kind of tell morale was down around campus. And then the bees had to face two very good teams in St. Francis of Illinois and St. Xavier dropping both of those. The Bees pick up their first win of the season against Judson with a 41-21 win at Jack and Pat Bush Stadium. And then the Bees closed out their season with a 47-7 loss at Olivet Nazarene. So, not the season the Fighting Bees were hoping for in terms of, you know, record. But, you know, there, there were a few bright spots, I think. Especially near the end of the season, Joey Sprinkle looked very comfortable in the quarterback position. Early on in the season, he seemed a bit rattled, um, seemed like he was rushed. And so when Joey kind of settled down, you kind of tell, all right, this is a guy that can really be a good quarterback for us. So I'm very excited to see how Sprinkle keeps playing throughout. Uh, Offensively, Yemi Ward made school history, broke a school record for touchdown receptions, was right there for the single season touchdown reception mark so overall a few individual good performances but one thing I would like to point out the JV team went six and one on the year so I again you know I think that this is a very good sign because when you look back at it you say okay well this St. Ambrose team is playing well and if they're going to be playing well I, you think it's going to be strong. Um, you know, looking back, that 6-1 and one record, that is the first loss I think this JV football team has had since I came here, and I'm a junior. So it's unbelievable to see how they played. Next up, golf. Both the men's and women's golf teams had very strong seasons. They closed out the fall seasons uh, earlier on in the semester, but... When they return in the spring, I expect some very big things out of this golf team. Bowling, as I talked about, had a very strong year. But with an even stronger year, it was soccer, especially the women's soccer team, making it to the national tournament. Yes, they lost in the first round, but it was one of those seasons where you win the regular season conference title, you win the conference tournament title. First time since joining the CCAC that the Bees bring both of those home. Um, It was the first time women's soccer was ever broadcasted on KALA. So it was just really cool to be a part of that team's success in some way, shape, or form. And same with the women's volleyball team. Once again, making the national tournament 
it was the first time in a while that the Bees made it out of the opening round and into pool play. So very excited for that. But, you know, coming up in this spring, there are a lot of things that I would like to do. You know, I want to get more basketball on the air. We've only gotten one game so far, and it was the women's team home opener. Um, I would love to get baseball back on the air. I would love to get softball on the air. I've never done a softball game for KALA. As far as I know, I've never even heard softball be talked about. So that could be a first. I would love to get lacrosse for both the men's and women's team on the air. And so I'm just very excited with how the spring semester is shaping up to look. But also, I would like to say to all of these sports in the fall that I've talked about on this show or we've covered live for broadcasts, um, thank you to everybody who has either let us travel or has, you know, supported us at KALA with, you know, allowing us to cover your sports, giving us information that we need. Um, a special thank you to Brian Thiessen, the sports information director at K, uh, I'm sorry, at St. Ambrose University. Uh, Brian is one of the people that will literally answer any question and will give KALA anything they need in preparation of a sports broadcast. A very special thank you to Dave Baker, the general manager of KALA HD2 106.1 and just KALA FM as, you know, a whole for allowing not only myself, but my coworkers to put on these different shows, put on broadcasts, stuff like that. Thank you to, you know, David Meyer, who has done games with me, uh, Anna Very and Jorge Brazula, who have done the women's soccer games with me. Uh, I will say 2023 was a very special year for not only myself, but I just feel like KALA as a whole, uh, you know, there were some downs, but there were a lot more ups than anything. So, you know, with that, that is going to do it for the for this episode of Schistel Speak Sports, the St. Ambrose University Sports Radio Show. As always, you can find past episodes of this show on KALA streaming services such as Spotify. Just look up Schistel Speak Sports or KALA FM. With next week being finals week, there is no episode of Schistel Speak Sports, and that means my time on this episode for the year 2023 has come to its close. But have no fear, I will be back when school resumes in January. So to everyone listening, have a very happy holidays. Uh, For our Fighting Bee sports that are still in action, good luck while we are all on break. Good luck when I'm on break. Um, I'm definitely going to be keeping up with everything, trying to keep track of, you know, who's doing well, who's, you know, maybe struggling a little bit. But as always, like I said, this has been the St. Ambrose University Sports Show on KALA HD2 106.1 Schistel Speak Sports. And as always, I am your host, Ryan Schistel. Have a great rest of your week. See you next year. And as always, go Bees. Got my toes in the water, ass in the sand Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand Life is good today